The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. And you're listening to 900 CHML. Yes, happy to have Rob on board once again. We missed you last week. Phil Golfy stepped in for the first time in a while, and it was nice catching up with Philip. Hey, if you want to see the hottest listings in town, robgolfy.com is the website to go to. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. The phone number is 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter if you have a question for the Golfie team or you want us to tackle a certain topic that you have in mind, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We have a host of topics to get to today, including a new survey that shows prices are crushing the dreams of many in regards to home ownership. We'll also talk about almost half of prospective buyers under 45 thinking about moving out of Ontario so they can buy a home. We'll talk about open houses. Are they going to be as popular now that they're allowed once again as we're now in step three of Ontario's reopening? And we'll also get to Canada's luxury real estate market. It continues to be on fire. But before we get to all of that, uh, Rob, welcome welcome back once again. How was your week? The week was uh, fantastic. Uh, it was, uh, you know, like uh, just like any other week, just grinding it out, uh, trying to enjoy the summer. You know, uh, things are opening up, which is nice. It's, uh, you know, I was um, uh, driving around and I, and I actually I was driving around in Niagara Falls and I saw a lot of people in the tourist area, which was nice. And a lot of, and, and then all the patios are getting filled, which is nice to see everybody just out again. It's just, I, it, you know what, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the mood is really good. It's really happy uh, out there. And, uh, it's just, it's just, you know what we, you know, the weather really hasn't been that great this for the summer this year for us. Um, and, uh, I, I can't imagine being stuck, uh, quarantined or whatever that, you know, restaurants or nowhere to go, uh, for the summer. So it's, it's, it's nice that we can get out and do stuff now, uh, to a certain degree, obviously, but, um, yeah, things are going well. Uh, um, there, there are some, Conditional, I mean, sorry, uh, multiple offer situation happening. And I want to tell you a story. Um, we had a house, we listed a house in, uh, for 350000 in uh, the north end of Hamilton. And we knew that was, you know, under list price. It was a tactic, obviously. And um, we had 10 offers on this property. Rick? Yep. Uh, ten, out of the 10 offers, seven of them were conditional. Wow. Yeah, so so people now um, are coming in with conditions. So that means three out of the ten were cash offers. 
So now what that tells me is that if you're going in on an, on an offer and if you are going to go in cash, don't blow your brains. Do not blow your brains because listen, if I had an offer, I mean, go in, you know, pretty good, aggressive, but you can, if you go in with cash and you go in as a decent number, the agent most likely will go to you and say, Hey, listen, if you can come up to this number, it's your deal. Cause you got a cash deal. The seven that didn't come in with, uh, with, uh, uh, came in with conditions, they're going to be put on the sideline. They'll give the guy that has the condition, the highest price. If he is the highest one, say, Hey, listen, you want this deal? You got to remove the condition. If he doesn't, they're going to go to the cash offer and say, Hey, if you can come up to this number, it's your deal. So, so you don't have to blow your brains out too much on, uh, on, uh, you know, putting a, a high bid on an, uh, on a property. Now, when you're going in, you don't know that set, like 70% of the offers are conditional. You don't know that. I get it. But they're coming in conditional now. And now what's happening, we're going to start seeing deals fall apart because they're going to go in conditional on home inspection. And they're going to find stuff that you wouldn't have found if you went in cash. Uh, we just had a situation. Remember we talked about uh, that uh, couple, uh, I think, from Toronto. They bought from a realtor and they found all these uh, problems with the house. Yes. Well, we, we, there was one that we had, and uh, uh, there, was a, uh, uh, there wasn't a permit put on a sunroom on, a, uh, on this property. It was a three-season sunroom, and it, and it wasn't really done properly. Now, there was no home inspection done so because there were multiple offers, and now they're dealing with a situation. So, and, and we're going to hear more and more of those stories coming up because a lot of these closings are happening from that sold from March, April, and May. So it's just, uh, you know, mar- uh, the, so market's changing. Buyers are uh, going in uh, conditional. Um, less houses are selling. Um, and, and, and values are kind of stabilizing. And, uh, and I, if you see, I gave you uh, um, sort of the last 12 months of uh, different areas. So, uh, for instance, do you, have, do you have that in front of you, uh, Rick? The Yankaster one is the first one, it, and it just, shows the last 12 months. Just bringing it up now. Yeah. So, as of right now, only 16 homes sold in Ancaster um, right now. So, in the height of April, there was like 104 uh, to- for the total month. So, right. there's no way we're going to hit 104. No. June, they sold 76 homes. And actually, and the average sale price in June was one million two hundred twenty-seven thousand five hundred. Right now in Ancaster, the average sale price is a million twenty-three or a million twenty-four thousand. So it's actually gone down almost two hundred thousand. Now, again, we're only two weeks into the month, and there's only sixteen homes sold. Um, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're going to hit even close to seventy-five or seven eighty homes sold, and so it's stabilizing. Now, I'm not saying. That housing prices are coming down. People do not do not think that they're just not going up to the price it was earlier this year. But they're definitely a lot higher than they were a year ago. So, and when when you go over to Burlington, I mean, J- July compared to June. I know we're not done July quite yet, but there's a massive drop off in the number of homes sold. It was you know three thirty in June, down to one hundred three by this time in July. That's that's a pretty big uh, drop. It, it is a big drop. Is it, is it inventory issues? No, because inventory, the inventory is climbing. 
Um, it's just that, um, you know, people are more cautious and people are, are fighting more on the, uh, on the price. So look at it. Like, I mean, um, uh, in, in uh, July so far, the first two weeks in Burlington, uh, we're at million thirty four five hundred thousand for uh, for the average sale price. First two weeks, that's based on one hundred three properties sold. Mm-hmm. Now uh, March, they did uh, the average sale price was a million ninety six thousand. Uh, uh, February a million fifty two thousand. So so things are stabilizing. They haven't come down really. They they stabilized. May May it took a big drop. I don't know why. They sold a lot more homes three hundred eighty five. But I, I could see the average sale price climbing in uh, Burlington uh, once they get some more homes sold. But they're not – I mean, all the big high-end homes did sell, so uh, whatever – so nobody else is selling them, I guess. So, But, but anyway, um, yeah, a big drop. They're, we're only at a third of what they sold in June, and we still got two weeks to go. Mm-hmm. So things, are, things are, have, have changed. In uh, in Hamilton, certainly since February, the price is relatively stable. It was six fifty eight in February, six seventy four in March, six fifty three in April, six sixty nine in May, six fifty seven last month, six fifty this month. So not a lot of change there. A little up and down here and there, but the number of homes drastically different. February was four thirty nine homes sold. March seven eleven went down to six sixty the next month. May was six fifty five thirty nine in June, one hundred eighty five. In July, there's another big drop. Big drop. And now the Hamilton one, I just did uh, Hamilton. I didn't put no outskirts. Stony Creek wasn't involved in this. Ancaster wasn't involved in this. This is, this is Hamilton West, Central, East, and Hamilton Mountain. And uh, so you could see it's like it's like the prices have really stabilized pretty good. Like they're, they're you know, they haven't uh, really dropped or anything. So Hamilton's a great market. It's, uh, it's, it's a fantastic market. And Niagara, too, same kind of story um, in line with uh, Ancaster, Burlington, and Hamilton. The price is relatively stable. It's now at $710,000 in June, but last month there was 972 homes sold. It was over 1,000 in March, April, and May, but this month only 326. So it's really not in one community specifically. It's across the board here. It is across the board. And uh, and, and look at Brantford, same, uh, yeah. same thing. Brantford's way down, though. Uh, in, in unit numbers, like there's only 53 sold in July so far, the first two weeks, but in the height, they, they, they've been selling like 230, 250 homes. Last month, they sold 211. Uh, average sale price is still strong. Uh, they're holding on pretty strong. So, so the affordable communities is where prices are, are hanging strong. The higher end communities, prices are kind of uh, stabilizing or adjusting itself just because they just uh, uh, steeped too, uh, quite a bit, and now they're, they're, it's kind of settling. But uh, it's, it's all the affordable communities that uh, the prices are staying on hold, they're leveling off, they're, they're balancing, and, and I think we're going to see that quite a bit in the affordable communities. There's no doubt that um, I mean, the demand is there. There's more buyers in that price point. Um, you're going to find, um, um, uh, and they're still looking, people are still looking. People are a little more cautious right now because they don't know what to expect. You get, you got, uh, people, uh, saying that, you know, housing prices are still going to go up next year. And then you get people saying there's going to be a crash next year. Who knows? I, I don't see a crash. I just see that. I think the affordable housing is going to be like flatlined. It'll be fine. The higher end stuff will kind of settle a bit, but you know, but look at the luxury. 
and, uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll, we got some stuff here. We're going to talk about luxury, too. Yeah, we'll get to the luxury after the break. We're also going to talk about a new survey that shows that prices are still crushing the dreams of those who have, uh, well, dreams of owning a home one day. We'll also talk about open houses making a comeback, but will they be as popular? You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. On the line once again, Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, 905 575 That's 905- 505-575-7700. Online once again at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. Open houses, are they going to be as popular? We'll get to that in a few minutes. But uh, just before the break, we were talking about the different uh, price points and uh, in, in, in particular the sales numbers that have really plummeted. Prices are kind of stable. Sales have gone down. But the luxury market, again, in Hamilton and in Burlington and, of course, in Ancaster, all making huge strides uh, month to month. Why is the luxury market still so popular? You know, it, you'd be amazed how much people have money out there and uh, they want more space because they're working at home. And uh, it, it just, everybody's life changed. Everybody, not just life, but mindset has changed in the uh, past 18 months. It's just, you know, people are going, you know what, I, I, I don't want to live in this small place anymore because they were quarantined. They're done, and they want to and they want to move to a bigger house. And um, a lot of people have saved money through in the last eighteen months. Like really, I was just I was with a couple uh, yesterday, and I said to them, and they put they put a brand new kitchen, and they spent eighty thousand dollars or more wow. on 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 a kitchen with you know all new appliances, and like it, it was beautiful, it was gorgeous kitchen. And uh, and I said. Well, in the past 18 months, you guys really didn't spend any money. So, I mean, like, and, and the thing is, they weren't, uh, when they first were putting a kitchen in, they weren't, you know, thinking of spending that kind of money. Like, th- like their budget wasn't that high, but it just kind of got that way over as they started going into it. And um, and they ended up getting, you know, $80,000 uh, in, invested in their kitchen. And, uh, and, and I think a big part of it is, you know, they probably saw their bank account grow because really they weren't going to restaurants. They weren't traveling. They weren't, uh, doing anything because of the pandemic. And look at that. Now they ended up with a a house, you know, coming out of that pandemic with a beautiful, gorgeous, you know, kitchen. And, uh, you know, it's just, that, that's just another part of people, um, spending money and, and, Instead of moving, they they put a kitchen instead. Hmm. Is is the escalation in the price of homes? Does that have anything to do with the renovation boom that we've seen over the last ten, twelve, fifteen years? Yeah, you know what? Um, I I don't know about that. Like the like 
just I think it's just people have extra money. The, mm-hmm. Like people doing the renovations, they just had more money. They started renovating. The cost of the demand of, of buying lumber and everything. Lumber apparently is starting to come come down a bit in price because you know things are going back you know to semi normal or or you know. But um, I think just uh, it's it's it, it's hard to tell. Like the the building boom is, you know, it's it's. I don't know. Like the, I, I really got to study the stats Canada to find out, you know, what the population is. Um, a lot of young adults under 35, um, are looking for houses to move in. They're moving out of their parents' basement. They mm-hmm. want to get out cause you know, they, you know, they're tired of being in the house. Like it, it's easy to be living in the parents' basement when you're hardly home. You're just living, you're just sleeping there. And then that's a lot of young people do. They just, they sleep there. They, they're coming and going late hours at night. But now, when they couldn't go anywhere, they're they're in their home all the time with their parents. They're like, I I can't handle this. I <laughs> need my own here. place. So, <laughs> so that's why you you had a, a big influx of uh, of buyers out there. Um, you know, it just yeah, it's just uh, it's just insane. Like the the demand and how it's caused this uh, real estate market to to grow. And and this is not normal. This is like would uh, this have happened if there was no pandemic? That is the big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Like, is this like, would, would we be talking about real estate prices going up like this if there was uh, no pandemic? And that's, and that's a hard gauge. So now going into next year, like, like it, it totally changes the dynamics for the next two years of, uh, of this real estate market. We can't go based on the past, how things go. We're just now, now we're faced a new kind of thing. Look, look at the predictions everybody made before the pandemic, as the pandemic hit. Oh, things are going to crash this and that. It totally opposite. It was totally opposite. All these analysts from the banks and CMHC, they're all predicting that, you know, because we're in this pandemic, housing prices are going to fall down like, like no, you know, nosedive. And guess what? They went the other way. And uh, so, and, and it's easy for people to say, especially uh, you know, the banks and CMEC, oh, yeah, the the, the housing prices are going to uh, come down. Well, of course, because we, we hit a, a, a certain high. It's easy. I can I can say that prediction, and I'm going to be pretty well right pretty close. So, um, but anyway, it's just, uh, just, I just, it's hard to tell. This is, the, the next two years are going to be hard to gauge because you, you really don't have a history of, we didn't have the last 10 years of pandemic to say, oh, in the pandemic, we were this, this, it's, it's going to take two full years of clear pandemic before we can actually gauge how this market is going to go. And back to your question, too, of, you know, would we have seen this price escalation if we didn't have a pandemic? And, and, and my guess would be no, because, you know, we had so many people working from home, so many people staying home and realizing, you know, maybe maybe we should move. We need some more space. So many people now wanting those backyard oasises and putting in pools. And if they couldn't, they were probably jumping into the market. Uh, and then, you know, once that started to snowball, I think everyone else was thinking, OK, I guess it's time to move. And I think that really impacted the whole scenario. So I think I think the answer would be uh, no, I don't think we'd see the same kind of price spike without the pandemic. No, I, absolutely. I, I, I don't think so either. So I think we would just been a little normal market going up, you know, little percentages every year. And yes, maybe five, five years from now or eight years from now, we would have seen another big boom, just like we did in 2017. But this totally changed. This totally changed uh, the next five to ten years of how we're going to see the market go. It, it, you know, we like in 1990, there was a huge 
adjustment and correction in the market in the early 90s. And then we flatlined pretty well from 1994, 95 to 1999. Like basically, if you bought a house in 1994 for 200000 your house in 1995, sorry, 1999 was worth probably 210000 Like it wasn't like it, it just flatlined. Yeah. So and then it didn't start climbing till after the two, like after 2000. So um, will we see that? It's hard to tell. Um, are we going to flatline out of this? And, and, and so you buy a house, you, you, you buy a house for 700, 800,000. And is it going to be still worth seven, 800,000? Or is it going to climb after that? Like you buy a house for 800,000, you're hoping in five years, it's going to be worth over a million, but it may just be worth 850 or, or like, or, or 750 or whatever the, the price point. It's not going to jump as much because it's got to, it's got to readjust and, and it may flatline. And I've seen that happen in the, in the nineties. And, uh, and I got a feeling we're going to, we're going to see a little bit of that. So if you buy an investment property or you're buying a house, just plan on possibly staying there for a while because you don't want to end up selling a house that you, for less money. Like I remember I bought a house in 1990 for 120,000 and in 1995, I sold it for 120,000. <laughs> and so 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 I lost money and I was I wasn't a realtor uh, 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 in the early 90s. So I basically lost money cuz I had to pay a commission on that. Yeah. What would so that house be I worth today? For, that house today is worth uh I think pretty close to 600,000 right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was a semi. That was a semi. Uh, in, uh, in Grimsby. Yeah. And it was a three bedroom, probably, I don't know, like a uh, thousand square foot, uh, home, maybe less, but a thousand square foot home and uh two story semi with a finished basement. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, so, I lived there for five years and I bought it for 120,000 and sold it for 120,000. So, right. I, and I think that we possibly could see that in the future. Um, just uh, closing on the uh, luxury home market uh, in uh, in Hamilton Homes um, sold at a million plus, so uh, a million and more, obviously. Um, you know, uh, under twenty uh, five years ago, uh, you know, less than twenty homes over a million bucks were sold. Hovered at around thirty for the next three years. Last year, big spike. It went to nearly eighty homes sold uh, over a million. Uh, this year, uh, double that. One hundred and sixty luxury homes, quote unquote, sold. In Hamilton, same kind of story in Burlington, although they've had you know a few more over the years, well over a hundred basically since 2016. But that's over 300 this year. So uh, you know, and those homes are you know, listed at 1.5 million. Same with Ancaster, another spike last year, relatively stable between 2016 and uh, 2019. Uh, some ups and downs, but this year again, 70 homes worth 1.5 million sold in Ancaster and Niagara homes over a million bucks big spike again last year and another spike again this year do you anticipate come this time next year we'll see another spike or we're going to see that number possibly go down I I think I think it's going to continue the the luxury market's going to continue like if you look at it um like we've surpassed all previous years and we're only halfway into the into 2021 and we've already passed like the, the last two years of how many units sold mm-hmm. for luxury homes, like in, in, uh, in Ancaster, um, last year in 2020, they sold 43 houses over 1.5 million and 2019, it was 29. We're already at 70 homes yeah. and we're halfway through the year. So we may double that. We may be a hundred and 150 to hundred, you know, uh, homes, luxury homes over 150 
well, sorry, over 1.5 million sold in Ancaster. So, so the, the demand is there. The demand is there. People are buying. Like you'd be amazing. In Niagara, I mean, we're seeing houses selling for seven million, eight million dollars, and and some of these luxury homes that are on in Niagara on the lake, uh, on the on the river, and stuff like that. So, there, there, there is people out there with money. There is a demand. People are changing their lifestyle, and uh, just because of, uh, of of the mindset and and because of how they were living prior, like like you'd be amazed at the uh, the the money that that's out there, we, and a lot and the older generation. Uh, don't spend it as much, but um, I think the generation that is in their late 30s and 40s, they've got some money and and they're using it, and and and, and especially the ones in their early 50s, they've uh, they've been packing money away, and they say, hey, what are we doing with this? What are we what what are we just keep, why are we keeping this money in the ba- in the bank? Why don't we do something? Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's, you know, that's why we work hard all our lives, and that's what's happening. People are enjoying their money now. They're they're buying what they they were dreaming of all the time. So from the luxury market to a sense of hopelessness among many young first-time home buyers, a new survey by Abacus Data for the Ontario Real Estate Association found 56% of respondents in Ontario, so more than half of Ontario would-be home buyers, are pessimistic about buying a home in the community they want to live. 46% under the age of 45 have considered or are considering moving out of Ontario so they can purchase a home because really they can't afford one here. And of those aged uh, 29, 33% are definitely buying outside Ontario and another 22% are very likely to do so. We had Tim Hudak on uh, the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML earlier this week. And uh, he said that, listen, that governments have to step up to the table to make something happen because, you know, there's so many people going to leave this province and that's going to hurt, um, you know, our economic kind of output, really, at the end of the day. It is. And a lot of them are moving. Uh, so what's happening now, it's like it's like uh, somebody dropping a ball or a rock in, in the lake. And you see how the ripple effect and mm-hmm. it just keeps going and going and going. So we had that ripple effect. In the, uh, in the Hamilton, Brantford, Barrie areas and from Toronto, just spreading and leaving. Well, guess what? Those people that live in Barrie, Brantford, Kitchener, Waterloo, Niagara, Hamilton, all the surrounding areas, well, they can't afford to buy a house. So we're finding the East Coast now, people are moving to the East Coast, and they're having such a building boom. They've never seen anything like that ever in their life, not even in 2017, and I don't even think they've even seen that in, in 19... Uh, 89 when when there was a boom back then they've never experienced this kind of boom ever not one realtor uh probably alive uh is, that, that's been a a realtor in the east coast for even 50 years and says never they've never seen this so they're getting an influx of people coming from uh uh eastern i guess uh, atlantic uh, eastern canada central canada Ontarians are moving out that way and looking for a better life and cheaper. And it's cheaper to buy, it's cheaper to buy out there. You sell your house in Ontario. Guess what? You can go out there and buy double the house for half as much. And it, and there, and, and, and that's what Tim's worried about is that it, it, it's going to shift everything in this, in this whole country. It's, it's going to shift, mm-hmm. you know, the economics of Ontario. Now, obviously not everyone can do that. Certainly if you can work online or remotely, I mean, that's tailor-made for you. But if you work at a you know, a, a plant in Hamilton, so to speak, or a facility in Hamilton, you can't physically move to New Brunswick or PEI because you have to be 
in that plan. But if you can work, work remotely, obviously that, uh, you know, this this can work for you. The survey also showed that uh, most respondents, 68 percent, believe that governments can do more. And they say housing affordability should be a very high or high priority for the Ontario government. So we'll see what uh, the government comes up with. When we come back, we'll talk about open houses. Uh, They're allowed again, uh, we being in step three, but uh, are they going to be as popular going forward with a lot of thoughts about the pandemic? You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Rob Golfy is a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. The hottest listings in town are at robgolfi.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfy team on Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. So we're in step three now in Ontario's reopening plan. Open houses are allowed to resume next week. After more than a year, uh, they're coming back. The question is, are people going to go? Um, that's going to be the question. Are people going to go and are agents going to do them? I, I think it's going to slowly, slowly start. Uh, with this summer weather, this summer that we have, people are going to probably not be as aggressive, especially realtors doing open houses because, um, you know, just because of the pandemic, they want to get out, they want to enjoy themselves for, for this summer. But I think it will slowly happen um, in the fall. And then you're going to start seeing the pressure of, of competitive realtors, um, you know, trying to get the business and they'll say, hey, we'll do an open house for you every weekend and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it just, it, it, but will the people come out? That's the thing. Will the people come out? And that's a good, that's a great, great question there. Like is, um, but I don't think it's going to right now with, we're in the middle of the summer. I don't, I, I could see the odd realtor doing it. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't think you're going to see, uh, you know, pages and pages, uh, on the home uh, open house pages of, uh, saying there's going to be available open houses. So well, that's, uh, I'd be really curious to see how that's going to happen in uh, by the end of the summer. I'm going to keep a close eye on that. Uh, you go to open houses. I think it's openhouses.ca or something like that, um, and it, you'll see how many open houses will be there. That'll be a good good to check. I should have checked that out before uh, I came on the show here with you, Rick. Is uh, uh, to see how, how many open houses are uh, going on this weekend. Is the golfy team planning to do any open houses? Um, I think we have one. Uh, open house, but it was a, uh, we're doing one, I think early next week. It's a, it's a agent open house. Um, but, and I, I don't, uh, think we have one, uh, starting up this weekend yet. No. 
That's going to be interesting to see because there are still capacity uh, restrictions, I guess, in place to ensure that everyone inside can maintain a physical distance of two meters. So depending on the size of the home, that's going to dictate on how many people you can have in the home. That, that, that'll be an interesting dichotomy as... You know, families or individuals kind of go through homes and try not to bump into each other or try to, you know, make sure that they're not very close to the, the next person. Well, if, if you're doing an open house, let's say the average person uh, takes 15 minutes to go through it. Let's just say 15 minutes. It could be longer sometimes. Let's say 15, 20 minutes. If you're only allowed two people to come through, that means you only can get, you know, six groups in an hour. Right. But the problem is, is that people show up, they don't show up every 20 minutes or every 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you're going to get people frustrated. Say, well, I'm not going to go in. I'm not going to wait, uh, you know, half an hour or, or 45 minutes to get in there. So you're going to see people showing up and, and then a realtor will have to go outside and say, Hey, sorry, I got two other, you know, people going in and, and you're going to have to wait to those people. So you're going to see people frustrated and leaving and um, and and maybe booking uh, to look at that house with their realtor. The, be- the really the best way I'm going to tell you something. Open houses are great. They're great for neighbors to look at and it gauges them what they think their house is worth. We just had somebody call us this morning. We sold two houses in their neighborhood, and he had a thousand fifty square foot home, bungalow, all that kind of stuff. And he was asking me how much the one that we sold on the street. And it was very, and he says, oh yeah, it's very similar to the one we have. So um, he just wanted to gauge. And that's what open, a lot of the uh, um, residents that live in the neighborhood, that's what they want to see. They want to see, and they want to see the house. And then when it does sell, they want to know what the price is. And then they can gauge what their house value is. But, um, but yeah, like it's, um, I mean, it's hard to tell. I think open houses will kick it in gear uh, as the colder weather comes in, but I don't think right now uh, it's going to be, it, I don't think it'll be popular uh, just yet. And the last thing you want is to have a bunch of people waiting outside as, you know, a couple or two kind of go through the house. It almost sounds like some kind of online registration system is needed to, to book an appointment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then pretty soon we're going to have to have uh, little uh, cards, uh, like uh, plastic cards, if they're fully vaccinated. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't, you know what, I got to tell you something. I, I don't even know, like, like people are getting fully vaccinated. I don't know if, if that's going to help with anything. I mean, uh, I know that a lot of people aren't vaccinated and a lot of people aren't getting vaccinated. I know this is another show, but I think we're going to end up wearing masks probably till into the new year. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that. Let, let's uh, let's pounce on this topic uh, when we come back, and we're also going to talk about uh, foreign home buyers tax and whether that is going to cool off Canada's luxury real estate market. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program, unless otherwise identified. The guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
And one more go around here on the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. Rob Golfie on the line. He's a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website to go to whether you are buying a home or selling yours. you got to get it on RobGolfie.com. And follow the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just before the break, we were talking, speculating really on how long or how much longer we're going to have to wear masks in public settings. And I'm in agreement with you. I don't think this is going away anytime soon because you have a group of people who have their two doses. You have some right now who have one and are planning to get their second. And you have a group of people who are saying that I'm never going to get vaccinated because, A, they don't believe in it or whatever the case is. Um, so I don't know if we're going to have to carry around some kind of vaccinated or vaccine card to prove that you have been fully vaccinated. I think some kind of form of that is going to happen because if you want to take a cruise right now, you need to be fully vaccinated. You got to show proof, you know, coming across the border, you're going to have to show some kind of proof, some kind of card. So yeah, I don't think the mask thing is going away anytime soon. No, no. And then you're going to see a lot of fraud happening. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like too. Really, when, when you got your, you got your second vaccination shot. They just do a, a, a printout through a copier and say, oh, here you go. There you go, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So you're going to see people, you know, like, does, does customs know that you've been double vaccinated? Is there a registry that they can plug in and say, hey, that's, even though you gave me your, your, your photocopy paper, you're double vaccinated, but is it on a registry? Hmm. So you're going to see, I mean, like anything else, there's always going to be uh, fraud going on. But the thing is, um, I think we're going to be, um, uh, you know, wearing masks for till the, you know, into the new year, and hopefully, uh, we're over with over it uh, with this uh, vaccination and and this pandemic and everything else. Uh, with the numbers are coming down, but back to the luxury. Yeah. The back to the luxury thing is now we haven't had immigration people coming in for the last 18 months, but Mm -hmm. they, they have been being, they are being approved through the pandemic, but they haven't gotten on a plane and come to Canada yet. So all this luxury houses that are selling are selling with like people living in Canada. Now the luxury market is going to go even more luxury. Like the the values are going to go up even more because once, once this pandemic's over with, we're going to have all these foreign people coming in buying buying houses, and and it's just going to drive the luxury market even more up. So, like right now, I I, I think if you're going to buy, buy because you're going to find a uh, they, what do they say? They expected over a, mil, a million people in the next two three years the uh, immigration into yeah. Canada. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and where, where and are they, they going to go? Buy, and they buy within two to five years. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to look at the big markets first. I mean, they usually do, whether it's Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or any of the capital cities, any of the big cities, um, because they might have family members there. They might be thinking about opening a you know, business, starting a business, starting a company. Uh, so they're looking at those, you know, metropolis kind of areas. But I'm with you. And and in saying that, is this why there's a lot more talk about a foreign home buyers tax in Canada and in Ontario? I know there's already one in B.C., I think they're prepping for it, to tell you the truth, because, I mean, maybe in Toronto there's more. I, I, I You know what I mean? But in, in the in the Hamilton, Halton, and Niagara regions, I mean, like, I mean, luxury homes are selling, but they're selling to people that live locally. 
Like, there, you know, like you might get a Toronto buyer selling his, you know, four million dollar house, and he's buying a uh, a four million dollar house in Niagara or Hamilton. I mean, he's getting a lot more house, but with, but they're local people. They're like people live here already because because we haven't had you know many Im- immigrants coming in, and, and some of these immigrants they've got money. They, they as soon as they get off the plane, the first thing they're doing is looking for a house. And, uh, and, and and buying a house, and they're only doing a, a temporary rental agreement wherever they're going to until they close their deal. So, like, I think the government knows that there's going to be an influx of foreigners buying houses in in, in Canada and or even in Ontario, and, and they're going to drive the prices up. And these, and these people, they don't care because they know real estate in, in Canada is probably the best in the world to buy. And, and it's so our market is just going to continuously, especially in the luxury market, it's going to continuously grow. It'll continuously grow. Wait till, wait, wait till the borders open up, and it's just going to change things. Well said. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Don't forget, if you're buying or selling a home, you got to go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the Golfy team at 905-575-7700. Rob, another fantastic show. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the week as well. And thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.